On today's episode of the Passholder Preference Podcast, we detail our very last trip to Halloween Horror Nights, say goodbye to Halloween Horror Nights 28, and give you ideas of how you can be able to experience more next year. We can't wait, and we know you can't either. This is the Passholder Preference Podcast. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Passholder Preference Podcast, episode three, and we just came off of a very fun-filled weekend in Orlando, sort of. Um, it was super busy at every park we went to. We went up going to Disney on Saturday, which probably wasn't the greatest idea, um, but it was ridiculously busy. We walked in of Magic Kingdom and just subsequently walked directly out of Magic Kingdom and then never saw it again. Uh, went to Food and Wine Festival for a little while, and that was fine. And then later on, that got super, super busy. And I think we were there for how many hours? What, Food and Wine? Just in Disney in general. Oh, all day. We got there at like noon and left at 8.30. Okay. And we rode four rides? Yeah. Yeah. It was ridiculously busy. I don't know why we didn't think it wasn't going to be busy. Um, but it was busy because Disney's always busy. So the next day we figured we would get some relief and what we would do is go over to Universal Orlando and be able to go to the parks and do all that stuff. We did Islands of Adventure during the day. That was still kind of a little bit busy, but not crazy, crazy. We didn't, we wound up only doing King Kong and the, the tram ride in, um, and we did Harry Potter. Did we do, oh, that's we did Harry Potter too, and uh, in Doctor Seuss Land, and uh, turns out Seuss Land is uh, Grinchmas already. That's so ridiculous. They I mean, uh, they've already flipped it to uh, be Grinchmas when uh, Halloween hasn't even happened. Halloween uh, will be well, when this episode is coming out. It will be Halloween. Oh, Happy Halloween! Oh, Happy Halloween! That's right. Happy Halloween to everybody. So, um, it is uh, Grinchmas over there, uh, and it's all done up but the one thing that you know it's not like real Grinchmas is that we did see the Grinch and it wasn't the full on Grinch it wasn't the full actor Grinch it was just some guy in a mask as opposed to when it's like real Grinchmas they bring in the actual actor who interacts with everybody and yells at people and stuff like that that was not happening it was just the regular just Grinch in a Grinch mask or whatever listen I'm all for Christmas but that was a little unnecessary it was, it was really surprising um, but they have some uh, lit uh, like they have these trees that light up different colors and stuff like that that are on the outside I don't remember these like bubble trees being out there last year I don't know if I paid attention enough to know that they were there um, but they are there this year uh, and I imagine there's probably going to be some other fun stuff that they're going to be adding into that. But Universal really doesn't do a whole lot Christmas-wise. No, it's actually extremely depressing. It's um, it's more of a uh, it just Grinchmas, and that's basically it. So uh, I guess when we get close to that, we'll go into more of the details because they do have a Christmas parade, and uh, they do decorate a little bit in Universal, but it's really just like some garland hung around some to some, uh, some lampposts lamp and stuff like that, and that's basically it. Um, so, uh, but we did go up there specifically for a reason. We wanted to, we had, uh, two tickets, uh, for Halloween Horror Nights. We used one the first time we went up there. So we wanted to go back up there and reuse them again, um, to be able to use our last Halloween Horror Nights ticket and our last opportunity to be able to go to Halloween Horror Nights 28. So, uh, prior to going to Halloween Horror Nights the first time, we never really understood why people were so into it. And it turns out that, uh, Obsessed. there's a reason for it because... Yeah, we were pretty sad leaving on uh, on Sunday, and Sunday was ridiculously yeah, busy. Yeah, never going 
to Orlando that weekend ever. Yeah, before Halloween, I would highly recommend just going away and 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 not doing it. If if uh, you really feel nostalgic about going to Halloween Horror Nights, you can be able to check out. I imagine everybody puts the. Uh, do you want you to sit in a dark room and just watch the house POVs that weekend and then maybe go the weekend after or something like that? Because I heard that once Halloween hits, it really isn't super, super busy anymore. Um, Which is strange. You would think that the last weekend would still be busy. Yeah, I would I would think that Halloween itself would be like an attraction. But maybe if Halloween falls on like a Saturday or a Friday or a Sunday, maybe, then maybe it's really busy. But because it's a Wednesday this year, but everybody that we've talked to said that regardless... Halloween is just dead, which I'm super, super surprised. I would kill to be. See, I'm not. I feel like the. I feel like the opposite. I feel like Halloween wouldn't be busy. Like actually, Halloween day wouldn't be busy. I would love to be in there for Halloween. Well, we're actual also nerds, Halloween. Oh, I so. understand that, but I imagine there's enough nerds out there that would want to be there for Halloween. Um, so we went there for the last time, and we had I think four houses that we that we didn't do, and we wound up only doing one of those four houses. Two. We, we did two? We did Scary Tales and Blumhouse. Oh, we did do Blumhouse. Get out of here. Get out of here. What are you doing? Come on, man. Seriously? Come on, get down. You couldn't no. just let her go? No. Because then she's going to make racket the entire time with the... Uh... Anyways, so we did... I don't remember doing Blumhouse. Yeah, we did Blumhouse. We did? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The, the line was kind I, of long. The uh, the part that I because I kept forgetting about the um, the uh, death day with one. the little kid in front of us. Come on. Oh, that was the one that was a little kid. That was Blumhouse. Oh, okay. I was thinking that was Scary Tales the entire time. You guys, seriously, world talk. There must have been a five year old boy. He must have been five. I don't even think he was five. I'll be no, honest. no older than five years old. This dad brought this little kid. He ended up being right in front of us, and I'm like, there's no way. This kid is going to enjoy himself. This kid was laughing. I, I was I was more terrified than he was. Yeah, you jumped more times than the he did. The scare actors, true. every time a scare actor came out, instead of being scared, he would literally be like, hi. And he would say hi to them. They would wave to him. They would wave back at him. <laughs> the one, one scare actor gave him a high five because they couldn't believe there was like a five-year-old little boy in this house. And there's me like basically crying behind him. So I'm like, that's cool, I guess. <laughs> it was it was pretty interesting and uh I was very surprised. I don't think I would have been able to handle that as a child. Actually we should... I, I couldn't handle that as a child because I told you the story before of the haunted house that I went to at Meisner Park that I nearly peed myself in. We should really figure out like what's the youngest people have gone to Halloween Horror Nights. Like what what's the youngest at, what, child? at what age What's what's too young? Like obviously that kid wasn't too I young. I thought that would be too young. Clearly, and apparently age is was, just a number because <laughs> that kid barely, saw no fear. So yeah, that was really interesting. I thought that was way too young, and it turned out that I, you know, I was obviously very wrong. Um, it was not way too young. That that kid was having a great time, and and his dad brought him through the whole entire thing. And his dad jumped more than Which, he did. I mean, did. hey, so be it. The kid had a great time. No, absolutely. Um, so we uh, we end this year. Uh, oh, you know, this Sunday is going to be the last day for Halloween Horror Nights 28. Saturday? Saturday? I thought we were going to do it on Sunday. No, oh, okay, Saturday. So this Saturday will be the last night for Halloween Horror Nights 28. Um, and then we will transition into the little bit of Christmas decoration. And then uh, the New next Year's big thing Eve. is... Well, the next big thing for them is really uh, Mardi Gras. No, New Year's Eve. They have the whole I understand that, but celebration I mean, like, and all that yeah, and city walk. But and they don't do but they don't do like they don't like decorate the whole park. It's not like a like, That's like true. they do with Mardi Gras, they have to do with Halloween Hornets. It's like a one thing. one and done type of thing. Yeah, it's you know, I mean, obviously. It's New Year. 
so it's only <laughs> one day um but uh but <laughs> so uh but yeah no it, it's uh so mardi gras would be the next big festival that goes on during that whole entire <laughs> My time favorite thing in the whole world yeah mardi gras is a lot of fun and um but yeah, so we went through Halloween Horror Nights. It was super, super busy. There was really not a whole lot we could have been able to do. Um, we, you know, once again sat down at the Duff Bar and hung out and watched people get scared for a while, and that's always had fun. pizza fries. Oh, we finally had the pizza yeah. fries. Uh, which it was they, incredible. They were very, very good. Um, they did a number on my stomach after the fact. Uh, I was rooting, tooting around the park for the rest of the oh time. My God. <laughs> but, I mean, this is the real deal. I mean, this is actually what happened. I mean, so. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the pizza fries were delicious. We finally did get them. And where we went to go get them was not one of those pizza fry stands that had long, long lines. We went into Louie's. And it really, it was a little bit of a line, but it really, that was probably the shortest line we waited on all night. Probably, yeah. And uh, so we went through that. We got pizza fries. That was really cool. But I'm going to be really sad to uh, to see um, to see Halloween Horror Nights 28 go. It's going to be weird to see the parks like back to normal because... At the past, what, five times, six times we've gone to Universal, it's been decorated for Halloween. It's true. Because even, we even went before, I mean, it was decorated before we even went to Halloween Hornets the first time around. Yeah, it's true. We were just looking at the decorations, just mm. trying to figure out. At that time, I was I was watching videos, like Tim Tracker videos and stuff like that, to see what they were actually putting in there. And I had no idea about any of this stuff whatsoever, but you saw the decoration, especially that the place where they have... Um, the uh, Twisted Traditions. Twisted Tradition, which is still the hardest scare zone to say. Uh, Twisted Traditions. Um, and so you could see, like, obviously there was a lot of stuff in there. And then you had all the props from, um, from uh, what do you call it? Killer Clowns from Outer Space and, and, and um, yeah, it's gonna the be Chucky s- one. It's going to be super weird to see it. Just it's gonna back be to Universal. Odd. But you know what? When we went through the Chucky scare zone... They did. They like weren't doing a lot of the stuff. Like they weren't doing the easy. The girl wasn't out front of the easy bake oven thing. The guy wasn't doing the operation thing. There was just a mannequin head there. It was really interesting. Yeah, I was super bland to that. Like I felt week. like that was like the kind of like the b- biggest disappointment of this one because I was kind of looking forward to spending a little bit more time because I felt like we didn't really spend that much time in there. We were kind of terrified of it going through the first time, and then after we had some liquid courage, we blasted through it, and well, nobody yeah, talked to us. Well, yeah, when I saw us. them walking on the sidewalks, I'm like, oh, this is not for but me. we went back through it. Nobody nobody even tried to scare us. We just blazed right through yeah. it. Um, but, and this uh, time around, the, uh, the chainsaws outside of Fast and Furious were gone. There was like two guys, maybe. Yeah, it was, it was actually really, really light. And it was pretty light in front of uh, Duff Bar, too, until they had cast change. And then the cast change... Um, that's when everything uh, everything kind of popped off. But there is a. We, do you have that video on your phone? Yeah, uh, we'll put that up on the on the Facebook <laughs> Facebook dot com slash uh, uh, the pass holder uh, preference podcast. It's uh, Kim went to go film them doing the cash change, and at the very end of it, they do the circle, and then they rev the chainsaws and just run in all directions. And Kim hightailed it yeah, and she never turned get, off the camera how much trying to get involved in that <laughs> so you could see you could see her running away and then me laughing in the background as she's running away from this horde of chainsaws yeah, no, definitely not trying to get involved in that so uh yeah that was the first time we were trying to get out of there remember i told you they were doing the they were doing the the circle i was like this is our opportunity to be able to go we were almost out of the scare zone and they broke and we took off because we weren't we didn't want to be scared by any Mm-mm. of those uh, no, no, chainsaw guys. Um, but for next year, I mean, obviously, it's not over yet. So they haven't announced what they're going to be doing for next year. Uh, I will be staying very close I mean, to I'm the actually blogs. Kinda, it's so weird. because I'm I remember, super stoked. 
like this past season, I remember they were like releasing all the houses and I'm like, oh, like whatever, whatever, whatever. And now I feel like now I'm almost, you experienced it. Now I feel like I'm almost going to be like waiting at my computer to be like, oh my God, like I wonder what they're going to do next. Just like we've been working through the rumor mills of what's going on with Harry Potter, what's going on with uh, the new Jurassic Park ride. You know, there was a there was a tweet out there for uh, that a tune. Uh, what is it? Kid Zone only had about like 90 days left before they were starting to take it down. I mean, that's that's three months and, until they do something else with it. So just as close as we follow those rumors, and uh, I'm a super, super nerd. I'm reading blogs and watching videos all day long. Um, we will start to get inklings of what's going to be happening in Horror Nights uh, 29, but I think it's going to be more interesting what happens on 30, 30, because 30 years of doing it, and the first year they did it, I believe, was 1991, which was the, the second year that Universal Studios was open. So will they try and do something where they go both parks or switch it over to Islands of Adventure? If they do the both parks, will they do the terror tram between uh, using the Hogwarts Express as part of the Horror Nights situation? If that's the case... I would recommend getting a frequent fear pass because you're not going to do everything in one. You may no. ride just the train in one night. I feel like Halloween Horror Nights 30, they've got to throw it back to like the old school houses and like try to recreate, like don't even like try to like make it modernize. Like give me like a basic house from like Halloween Horror Nights 5. Yeah, I think one like of the things 20. that one of the things that uh we're we're not so keen on is everything like we this is our first year going so we're super green to this whole entire thing there was every year they've had a certain character well not every year but most years they've had a certain character that was like the face of halloween horror nights they didn't have that this year which is 80s theme last year was chance which i know you probably don't know but i just remember seeing the pictures of when everybody went to do the broadcast and they had this psycho girl clown and i didn't know what the hell that was oh, all about so that's chance yeah yeah but yeah. in 25 and i think a couple other ones before that they had this crazy clown which you've probably seen the pictures of um named jack and chance was jack's right hand girl and then i guess she was her own icon after that but they've had the storyteller they've had uh the so maybe the they'll do maybe so like maybe that. halloween horror nights 30 they'll take each face and turn it in to they, a house they could very much very much do that now jack like had a show of, like the faces of halloween horn Th- this that could be something that we could be able to do Yo, i mean that, that universal would be really studios cool. if you're listening halloween <laughs> horn nights 30 faces of halloween horn nights um that would be really cool to be able to do i mean obviously we've never experienced any of those but i mean i've i've been watching uh continuous walkthroughs of old houses and old shows and stuff like that speaking of shows we finally went to go see uh oh my god academy of villains uh what is it called cyberpunk yeah and it was unbelievable i was so against doing it because i don't like sitting if i'm thinking if i'm gonna pay to be at this park i don't want to sit in a uh, a show for a half an hour yeah i was all about it didn't make any sense and uh so we finally it was so busy on sunday we're like screw it let's just go and we literally snuck in right on the side now mm-hmm. i wish we were more in the middle because it was i feel like there was totally. some things we might have seen uh better if we were sitting more in the middle but i i, I kind of think it was just a screen yeah, I think it was. But more I don't just know like if that the told lights. the story. Yeah. But it was incredible. It was so cool, and like the one of my favorite parts was the was they had these 
um, flashlights where these like LED lights or laser lights from their fingertips and they did this whole it was just it was I, literally like mesmerizing it was it was really really cool and um, to be able to uh, to finally see it so I I do hope now we never got to do Bill and let's Ted post, let's post that on our page do we have pictures of it uh, I don't think we have any video but we can probably maybe find one and post it on the page just oh, for yeah. anybody that wants to look at it because literally it, that had been one of the coolest things about Halloween Horror Nights it was it was absolutely insane and I, I'm not that I'm mad that I waited so long to go see it, but I sort of am because I would have wanted to see it a couple times. Yeah. Now that I saw it once, like I wasn't gonna like wait an hour and then go back and try and see it again that same night. But I wish I would have seen it earlier to know how good it was to be able to get there early enough to sit in really good seats. Um, but I mean the the dance what the dancing was incredible. They were they were all amazing. Yeah, athleticism of those people. I, I mean, it was it was nuts. And then they even like they brought people up to on stage to dance with them and stuff like that. And it was really it was just really really entertaining through and through. And I they had a really really good time. I did not think I was going to enjoy it, and I did one hundred percent. It was really interactive too with the crowd. Like they they made sure that every yeah. every couple of minutes they either had you clapping or chanting or screaming or like you said brought people up so they kept the crowd interactive too which was really cool yeah that was it was, it was just a lot of fun and uh I, I just constantly caught myself saying wow like every five minutes i was going wow well you know i'm always right so you know she should have just <laughs> all right anyways um so halloween horror nights was a uh not a complete success on sunday because of how busy it was but we still got to experience everything we still got to see our clowns we still got to see vamp 85 and everything like that we count did we count down with them this year we did this time this year it did. <laughs> we, we count down with them uh very anticlimactic to be honest it was i remember i was still taping you're like that's it i'm like oh yeah, it was kind of anticlimactic. I liked how they were counting down, though. Like, when they put people on the stage, they do a really good job with keeping the vampires, like the other vampires, moving throughout the crowd and, like, scaring. And, like, not even, like, just trying to scare you, but, like, the one guy was, like, dancing. The one guy was, like, playing an air guitar. Like, they, they almost, like, had a different part to play once people were on stage. And they were constantly wishing you Happy New Year the entire time, which yeah. I thought was pretty oh, cool. Oh, we didn't see our little girlfriend this time. This is true. We did not see her. Um, I feel like we didn't spend too much time in Vamp 85, though. I think the reason why we spent so much time in Vamp 85 last time was because we were at Finnegan so much, but this time we uh, we pre-game before we got there, and then I think the couple of drinks that we did get were over at uh, Fast and the Furious, yeah. which was that that's an easier bar to be able to grab onto. Um, and, uh, but yeah, it was all in all Halloween Horror Nights 28. We, uh, we're addicted. We're going to go every year now. Um, I can't think of, I can't think of why we would never, why we wouldn't go. It's literally one of the most fun events. And I never thought that Universal Studios could get any more fun. And it like, it jumped up a serious notch going to Halloween Horror Nights. Um, but next year we're going to be doing the, um, we learned about this frequent fear pass thing. And uh, the frequent fear pass, I thought that it was just like you like buy two days or buy three days or something like that. And they just call it a frequent fear pass just to have a little, you know, I don't know, like a little cool nickname on it and alliteration because everybody loves alliteration. But it really is like it's almost like an annual pass type of thing. Yeah, I didn't realize. For- and I'm pretty sure last episode you asked me if there was like a like an annual pass and I was like no that's ridiculous like why would you do that it, well because it's only it's only open for a certain amount of time but there's certain there's certain levels to each of the things of what you can be able to get and um but you have the uh you have the the prices this is the prices from this year yeah okay you want to run them down mm-hmm. 
So the frequent fear pass actually gets you 24 nights, which is less than the price of one when you buy online. It includes every Sunday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Plus you get the first weekend and the last Friday. So basically it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. No, sorry. When, Sunday, Wednesday, Thursday, first weekend, last Friday. And you can be able to go any of those days. Any day. And how much is it? $106.99. I mean, that doesn't, make it, that doesn't make any sense. You're basically robbing the place. <laughs> but that's a, that's what we felt about the annual passes, too. We're like, how how are they making any money off of the annual passes? Yeah. But then all the food and booze we drink, it makes a difference, I guess so. But Yeah, and then, of course, you can we add... We don't pay for parking. We, we know yeah. it. I don't know. And then you can um then you can add the express pass to that for three forty. Mm-hmm. Which I I don't I don't see I, I don't see a personal point in the express pass. I think if you play your cards right, especially if you're buying a pass to go that many days. Yeah. Why are you if you're gonna go one time, grab an express. If you're gonna if you're gonna buy a pass that lets you go that you lets you go twenty four times, I don't think that you need to add the If express. you are planning on going to Halloween Horror Nights only once I would recommend getting an express pass. Oh, totally. If you totally, are totally. planning on going multiple times, then it's a little bit of a different situation. Yeah. But also plan your times out well. I think the crowd calendars are... are I, we didn't even look at crowd calendars for Halloween Horror Nights. No. We only look. We only usually look at them for Universal um, and sometimes, uh, you know, Disney when we you know make the poor decision of going there. Um, but it's... Uh, I think we should look at the crowd calendars for it because if you pay attention to it, then you, you should be fine if you're going multiple times. But if you're only going once, the fast pass will help you, especially this year because you know, I was thinking about this too. It was so busy this year, and they, they had the most houses that they've ever had with 10 houses. What the hell is it like when there's six houses? I don't know. It must be, I mean, the lines, if Stranger Things was, t- I think Stranger Things got up to like 170 or 180 like while we were there on minutes. Sunday, but Blumhouse was 120, Poltergeist was 120. I mean, all the houses were ridiculously high. If there's only six of them, like where the hell are all these people going? I have no idea. It's it's insane. I, I, can't, I can't even imagine having less than 10 houses. So hopefully next year they have like 15 or something like yeah. that. That's the only thing I can think of to make this make sense because the crowds were really, really tough. And I think a lot of people were complaining on the UOAP page about the crowds too. About, how, But I mean, what are you supposed to do? When you make a product that's really good, everybody's going to want to go to it. You just got to pick your times of being able to go. But the, the, the fast pass is an absolute necessity, especially if you're not from Florida, if you're coming from another state or possibly another country or something like that, you need to, or even very far away from yeah. Orlando where you're not getting the opportunity to be able to go, if you're in the panhandle or something like that, um, a, a, a frequent fear pass would be sort of useless for you, but a fast pass would be very, very useful. Um, but next year we will definitely be doing the frequent oh, peer pass. Absolutely. That it doesn't even make sense not to do the frequent peer pass. $106, we get all those days plus the first weekend and the last weekend. Well, and then there's two more tiers. Like there Oh, there's get, but there's oh yeah, that's, that's right. There's also uh, more there's three that are tiers. more expensive. Yeah, so the frequent So that's the cheapest one? Yeah, the frequent fear pass Jesus. gets you Sunday, Wednesday, Thursday, first weekend, last Friday for 107. Mm-hmm. Then they've got the frequent fear plus pass. Which gets you Sunday through Friday. So now you're adding more days. Mm-hmm. And then it gets you the first and last Saturday. Okay. So basically it's like a week pass, Sunday through Friday. And then the first and last Saturday for 123. It's not bad. You add an express to that, which is 419. And then the ultimate fear, the ultimate frequent fear pass gets you any day, anytime for 203. 
I mean, that's ridiculous. Without fast passes. Without fast passes. What is it with fast passes? Six hundred bucks. See now, yeah, it's a little it, ridiculous. It gets a little pricey. If you if you're gonna buy a pass that gets you to go to any day, why do you need to spend almost triple that? Six hundred dollars for an express. Like you're gonna go if you're buying that. You're planning on going multiple times. Why would you need an express? I mean, yeah. So well, some people don't like to wait. Some people are also very rich. It's <laughs> also true. Well, I mean, like Sunday, I did not want to wait. I was just so over waiting in lines because we had done all that Disney prior. But if and we had Universal not, if we, not if we didn't have a jam packed weekend, we knew that we had more dates to go back. Probably. Would you have been that depressed? Like you wouldn't have been that mad about it. You'd been like, no, no I'm a, I'm a ultimate frequent fear pass. I can come back the next seventeen times. Oh well, yeah. I mean, I, I think I think we'll, what ha- what will happen for us next year is we'll get the frequent fear pass. We'll wind up going way more times. We only went three times this year. I have a feeling we're going to end up going like would, eight or nine yeah. times next year. Yeah. So I'm not going to be too hung up on the fact that we had to wait in a long lines. It's going to be the same thing like it is with Universal with us now. After we got the annual passes, is that we when we first went there with my parents, um, well, our parents. That was weird. Um, <laughs> when we first went there with our parents, it was we were trying to get everything done, and then we went back with the tickets that we had gotten and for your birthday, mm-hmm. and we were just trying to get everything done. Once we got the annual passes, the first like two or three trips were like that, and then the rest of it was like forgot. we'll go on a ride, we'll go hang out, we'll get something to eat, we'll do we'll go to a horror makeup show. Like I mean, we we became very lackadaisical when it came to coming to the park, and I think that's the way it'll be with Halloween Horror Nights too. Once we get the uh, frequent fear pass. I mean, yeah. it's going to be fun. It's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Luckily, I mean, a 106. And luckily, I've got to... some more PTO days adding to my year. So I'm going to save those for September and October. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We're going to be using it. It's so funny. It's like now it's like people take uh, people take time off during uh, Christmas. We're going to be taking time off for Halloween now simply because of Halloween Horror Nights. It's actually really funny. My I was uh, I was working the receptionist desk today at work and my boss comes up to me. I don't think I told you this. And my boss, Minda, comes up to me and she's like, so uh, so you and your husband, you, you like that Halloween Horror Nights thing, huh? And I'm like, oh yeah, we kind of went three times this year. And she's like, well, at least you enjoy it. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like She like realized that like, we had gone up so much because she follows me on Facebook. Oh, really? And I've checked us in every time and I think mm-hmm. she realized like, okay, like they've gone up three times. And I was like, well, yeah, you know, we had a day to use. And she's like, I mean, why not use it for that? I'm like, Good thinking, Minda. Good exactly. And, and I think it's like people, when people think that we were crazy about Universal Studios in the first place, wait till Halloween Horror Nights comes around next year. Just to friend me. It, yeah. If you're sick of whatever the hell is going to be happening next year. Now, um, I have, I was going to, I was going to get them. I f- completely forgot to write them down. Well, I have them written down, but I haven't been at work, I think. Um, I had a couple ideas for scare zones for next year. Um, that I was going to put into this episode because it is the Halloween episode, but I forgot them. So, um, that was my fault. Anyways, so uh, we did Halloween Horror Nights that and uh, this, that, and the other. But the before Sunday day, we went to Islands of Adventure, and one of the places that we always just kind of skim straight through because we don't like doing water rides for the most part is Toon Lagoon. And uh, one of the things we decided that we were going to do this time is we we're actually going to go into the stores, which we never go into the stores because we never really buy anything. Like I think this. I mean, you bought a, a Jimmy Fallon shirt. I bought a Jimmy Fallon sweater. Well, I bought the Jimmy Fallon shirt because I was freezing. Yeah, I bought a Jimmy Fallon sweater. I think for the same reason. I was really yeah. cold and I just wanted to buy, you know, something to be able to, uh, you know, warm me up. And uh, then I bought the Killer Clown shirt and, and we bought the, uh, what do you call it, the Scare Zone shirt. I think it's probably the only, like, apparel that we've really bought from the parks. Yeah. Out of the how many years that we've been annual pass holders and how many times we've gone. Um, but we went into... The stores in Toon Lagoon, 
And there was a lot of really cool stuff that I had no idea was there. And I'm going to post up there, there uh, up on the Facebook and uh, up on the, the Twitter, which I've gotten a lot of flack for the name of our Twitter, by the way. Um, everybody keeps asking me why it's called PP Podcast. Because you, that's what happens when your wife is in, ends in so, all of social media. So if you follow us on Twitter. I can change it. I'll change we're it. We're going to have to. But for right now, it's just look up uh, the Pass Holder Preference Podcast on Twitter. It should pop up. Um, but if you're looking for the actual handle, it's at PP Podcast UO. <laughs> So, um, but anyways, so uh, so we went on there, and I took some pictures of some of the stuff that was in there. It was really cool SpongeBob stuff. Um, oh my shirts God, that I the little square mug was so cute. There was like a, yeah, SpongeBob square mug, and uh, it was like one one face was like, what was it, happy face and sad face or something like something that for like the cover. It was really cool, but it's like a nice little cool little square mug. They also had. Uh, uh, Krusty Krab hats and shirts and stuff like that. That we, I took some pictures of that, so I'll put that up on the Twitter and up on the Facebook as well. And um, they have new Grinch apparel too, because the new Grinch movie is going to be coming out pretty soon, and that's the animated version. Uh, this would be what the one, two, the third movie iteration of so, the yeah. Grinch, and uh, this it's like one the original, is the one with Jim Carrey, and then this one. Yes. Um, and then this one is going to be Benedict Cumberbatch plays the Grinch in this. And I think this is more of an origin story. I've watched some of the trailer. I don't really know too much about the movie, I'll be honest. It's just so but. cute. Who cares? So in uh, in Universal Studios, right where Animal um, where Animal Actors is, they have a big stand-up. You can be able to take a, a picture with the Grinch and the sleigh and everything like that. But then in the stores, actually when you walk into CityWalk, Right to your right, just in front of the the movie theater, there's a whole cart right there of all Grinch stuff. But they put some stuff that was littered in there. But I there was so much stuff that was in these stores that I had no idea uh, was there. One of the things that was I was kind of gripey about was they had Popeye stuff, but they have you would figure this would be a perfect opportunity because going to Disney, we started to realize how well Disney merchandises themselves. And when you go to Universal, it's not like they have bad merchandise, but there's you can start to see some of the missed opportunities. And one of the big ones, one of the glaring one for me, was olive oil and Popeye. And there was some olive oil stuff, and there was some Popeye stuff, but there was not anything that I saw that was like couples. Your olive oil on Popeye, that kind of thing. Like no shirts, olive oil Popeye, no mugs, no... Anything. I was very yeah, surprised. Yeah, you could definitely geek out in your wardrobe for Disney. I feel like Universal kind of needs to. There's things. I'm telling you, there's a there's a couple of loopholes in the in their merchandise system that they could be able to uh, you know get on because they were they sell stuff. I mean, like there was a lot of when we went into the Toon the Goon thing, there was like Beetle Bailey shirts and there was all this type of stuff, and there were some really fun shirts in there that was that old timey cartoons that really is the the IP for that land in the first place. Um, but I would I thought it was kind of interesting that they didn't have olive oil and Popeye like togetherness shirts. I don't even know that's what it's called. Togetherness I, shirts? Is that what it's called? No. It's like when there's Miss Mr. and Mrs. I mean, now you're starting to sound like me. <laughs> what I'm saying. It was a Mr. and Mrs. Olive Oil and Popeye shirt Popeye shirt. So um yeah, I, I was I was surprised they didn't have any of that stuff, but they had some uh, a lot of other really cool stuff, the Krusty Krab stuff, and I'll uh, we'll put the pictures up on the Twitter and up on the Facebook. Um, when we were up there also oh I gotta look this up because I don't really know this whole entire situation behind this but they opened up a new store in Diagon Alley jumping over to Universal real quick Globus Mundi Travel Agency which apparently is from Harry Potter obviously but I, I don't I, well, I fell asleep in all of the Harry Potter movies 
Um, you actually stayed awake and do not remember Globus Monday. So I don't feel so bad. Oh, well, it was really hard. It was a lot of information to take in. It's a lot. Back to back. Yeah, we to were back watching it. Yeah. We decided to and binge it. It was also four years ago. You know that my memory lasts about, I don't know, 20 days. What? Um, the, uh-huh. <laughs> the new uh, the new store is styled like a travel agency inside the Wizarding World, and uh, with adverts from different places, seen in Harry Potter films as well as new Fantastic Big series as well. Um, you can get everything from uh, travel accessories like luggage tags, passport covers, keychains, as well as Hogwarts Express merchandise and more. So uh, we haven't been there. It was the work walls were up the not the last time we went, but the time before the work walls came down when we were there on Sunday, and then apparently today it opened. Well. We're recording this on Tuesday, so we'll come out on Wednesday. So Tuesday it opened. Um, so it is open now, and uh, you can be able to get all that stuff. And from some of the pictures that I've seen online, it's a, it, basically what they say. It's a lot of like travel bags and um, stuff that you can be able to attach to your luggage and all that stuff like that. So it's just more money that you can spend at Universal Studios. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. They've done a pretty good job of doing that. Um, so that's open now. Uh, but if you if you're ever like if you're UOAP and you're ever just it's busy in there, go to the stores. The stores are really cool. We found a lot of really cool stuff in them. Um, one of the things that we went up there for was uh, on Monday. Uh, we I had to do not had to do, but I uh, opted into doing a stunt for my regular job where I would attempt to ride ET a hundred and three times. This was a complete and utter failure. Um, me and Kim both sat on the ride. We well, we tried to go up to and and God bless Carlos. He really hard, he really tried to help us. Aww, he was, he was he, so cute. He was very very nice to us. He's uh, one of the employees that was over there. And one of the things we realized being on that ride so many times, there's a lot of there's a lot of moving and shucking and jiving when it comes to those employees. They're in a different spot like every oh fifteen God, they, minutes. They change like like every ride. They were somewhere new. I'm like, we've only been on the ride for like four minutes. It's I mean like the amount of cardio these people must get. It's unbelievable having to run from one side to the other. But uh, we attempted to do this, and we realized that we weren't going to get any help. We did not have fast passes. We were going to have to wait in the line the entire time while we were doing it. So when it got to the point of actually having to accomplish this, we were stuck in lines. So we told people we were trying to do, and when we got around to about, what, 15, 16, people, people started, started to know like, who we yeah. were, and they were asking us like what number we were on. And there was this one really sweet girl that let us through the production door twice, and uh, so, I mean, we, we did get a little help there, but it, it was really to the point, like, when you go into E.T., That's you ridiculous. have to give them their names, and they were just writing our names down. We didn't have to give them our names anymore. It was kind of crazy, but uh, it, it was a really cool experience. We did manage to ride it 30 times, and I will tell you that up until about, I don't know, 21, 22 I really wasn't that sick of it. I mean, I really, I think it wasn't even the fact that I was sick of the ride. It was just the fact I was sick of doing the whole motion. If I was just yes. able to get on and off the ride, I don't think I would have been sick of it. I was sick and tired of and having to get off. we would have blasted off. through. Yeah, I would have been sick and tired of getting off, waiting for the doors to open, doing the pre-show, like doing the whole, it was just annoying. If I never see that Steven Spielberg pre-show ever again, I will have, I will be the happiest Thrilled. man on the entire planet. To have to watch the 30-year-old I mean, 30 years ago, Steven Spielberg. I mean, they can't update that at all. They, they, Steven no, Spielberg, he's mean? still alive. I mean, don't, no. Don't, take the whole like, nostalgia out of it. What do you mean? Uh, I mean, it's just like, it's so old CGI and everything like that. I guess so. It, it, is it makes it, it great. Yeah, I mean, it's so, yeah, E.T. was the I only apologize. actual ride left from the original inception of the park. 
Um, so it was, we decided that we were going to do that and it was a lot harder than we thought, but you know, we got to 30 and it really was kind of insane. I feel like I could have, we could have definitely done it way more if it just wasn't so annoying as a process. Yeah. No, I, I just like the, I would, I, I would get like certain like spurts where we would kind of like get in and get out and get mm-hmm. in and get out. And I'm like, this is great. I'm like, I could do this. Like I, I got like a second, third, fourth, ninth, 15th wind. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, like, let's do this. And then we'd get that, like that one ride where it was just like. Where we got bogged oh down. God, yeah, it was like, really bad. God, like, get me on this ride again. Oh, shout out to our buddy Ricky Lawton who joined us. Oh, Ricky. Uh, we we decided to take a little break and we popped over to Jimmy Fallon for a little bit just to be able to get the, our minds out of, you know, 30 yeah, there was, years Well, there ago, was also Steven like Spielberg. a 25-minute wait, which, of course, is the weirdest thing in the world. You guys, if anybody that's ever been to E.T. before, the e- line it's for E.T. Been. is never long, it's ever. Never it's like... 15 minutes, you're like, wow, ET's like really packed today. For some odd reason, the one day that we decided to do this, it's getting like 20, 25. It hit 30, like what, two or three times? Yeah, it was it was unnecessary. It was stupid. I don't know why it was so busy. And considering the fact that Ricky even took a picture in front of the times in the front of the park and Despicable Me was at 25 <laughs> and uh, ET was at 30. 20. Or 20. No, was 20. Yeah, it was at 20. So, I mean, like, what, like, Despicable Me is normally like, what, a thousand minutes every single time? So it's so surprising to be able to see that. It was like the one day we were going to decide to do this is the day that it started to be busy. So Stupid. it was, uh, but yeah, so we wound up doing it, you know, the amount of times we did. And uh, and Ricky Lawton, uh, our buddy, jumped on with us and uh, he wrote 21. He posted it. He goes, 21 was an honor. <laughs> uh, it was really cool. So uh, we He's were so able cute. to do that. Um, but uh, but yeah, so uh, that's probably the last time I'm going to ride ET for a very very long time. I have no desire to get on that ride at all um, for a while. I think I'm pretty much. I, mean, I don't mind it. it. Like I definitely love going back on it. But like I need a break for like a minute. I wonder if when we go back, we'll see. They'll any remember people. us. <laughs> That'd be so great. See all of our friends again that we spent literally the entire from 9:30 in the morning until 6 uh, p.m. at night. It was pretty intense. Um, when we were up there, uh, before we uh, get out of here, we, we stayed at this really cool hotel, the Drury Inn, which we were told about on the UAP page. Yeah. About, and uh, if you do have the opportunity to be able to book this hotel, it is literally right around the corner from the Universal I believe Studios. it was like 2.1 miles away or something like that. It is right around the corner. It's unbelievable. And uh, you get a free hot breakfast, and the hot breakfast was bomb. I mean, I've never, I was like, I thought I was living like a king. They had it like was, an it was like, station, like, a, like a Four Seasons Cereal or station. They had all teas and apple juice and coffees. Mm. They had Belgian waffles. They had literally everything. everything. And then they also have a what they call a 5.30 kickback. And the 5.30 kickback was free dinner and three free uh, alcoholic beverages. Yeah. So we were in. Which is actually really cool, too, because if you're, if you're kind of in the area and your hotel doesn't provide this, you can actually, I think it was like, what, $9.99? Yeah, you and can you can actually, enjoy it, which is actually true. really cool because if you wanted to do it and then hop on their bus, they have a bus system that takes you over to Universal. So you can almost make it like a little happy hour, which is kind of weird to say at a, at a hotel, but it was so worth it. Like, I would almost reconsider doing it, like popping over to that hotel. It's free parking anyway. Oh, yeah. You don't put anything in your car. Mm-hmm. So you can actually leave your car there, hop on the bus, take it over, and be done. It's just true. And so, you know, you can be able to go over there. And it was nine ninety nine. You can get three drinks. You can be able to uh, get that buffet that was there that was really good. And the dinner buffet was like chicken tacos and... 
uh, for some odd reason, hot dogs, baked potatoes. It I was wasn't so sure. good. The hot dogs were great. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it was, it was a really, really good spread. The hotel was clean. It was nice. Everybody there was nice. It was a really cool experience. Um, so if you do have the opportunity to be able to, uh, go and get the Drury in, I highly recommend it. And it was that. 95 bucks. Yeah. It was like 95 bucks. Exactly. Super cheap. We tried to get it for our, uh, new year's, but. It's yeah, 190. 100, 190? 190 bucks. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we are staying at some Best Western or something like that or yeah. wherever it is. But, um, anyways, so, uh, so yeah, so it was a very interesting weekend of being at, uh, Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights, uh, riding ET a bunch of times. Uh, we had a just a theme park filled weekend. Uh, I took a lot of pictures of different things. I posted one a picture I took of the Spider-Man ride, which I thought was a cool picture. Um, I took another uh, Wolverine picture that was really cool, too. So I'm going to post that up on the page. And um, we have some videos and stuff like that. Kim did a bunch of fast motion videos. So if you happen to be epileptic, do not watch any of those videos. I was supposed to do like this whole thing of connecting them <laughs> and making like a whole time lapse, but... It didn't work out. <laughs> no. So we have a bunch of... If you have no... Um, you have no patience whatsoever and you want to watch a bunch of one second videos. I got we'll, you. We'll post them up on the Twitter at PP Podcast. You just, you just wanted we'll to change say that. It. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, happy Halloween to everybody. Thank you for um, joining us for today. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes if you have not already. And if you are on iTunes, make sure that you... Uh, give us a five-star review and leave us a comment and also share it too. Share the page. Make sure people like the page and stuff like that. We want to be able to have a conversation with everybody because um, we're just a couple of people that like to go into Universal Studios and we're going to try and keep you in the know as much as we can with everything Come that we learn. Come out with us. Yeah, and also we should do that uh, after a little while. We should see if we can do like a... every Facebook Live. Yeah, like we'll go there and you know maybe we can bring some people up with us and um, we haven't had a fresh meet yeah, that's that's part of this whole entire thing. Laura Klein. Yeah, we're going we're going to get Coming a fresh meet you, into Laura the Klein. podcast, and uh, we're going to do a segment where we bring on a person that has never been before that we goes for the very first time, and we're going to hit him with all the hard hitting questions like Transformers or Spider Man. Lana Light, don't even. No, comment. no, 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 no. <laughs> um, was it a, all right then? So thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will see you next week. Remember, every episode drops on Wednesday right here on iTunes and everywhere that you can be able to get podcasts as well as check out the Facebook, facebook.com slash the pest holder preference podcast and also on Twitter at. You're so annoying. PP Podcast. <laughs> you will. <laughs> All you right. know what? I'm not changing it. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Love you. Bye.